You're listening to episode 54, featuring Rosie Tavi, former Hall of Fame professional athlete, U.S. figure skating national, international, and double gold medalist. Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. In this exclusive interview, I had the opportunity to host Rosie Tavi. Rosie is a former Hall of Fame professional athlete, U.S. figure skating national, international, and double gold medalist. As a world-class coach, Rosie has trained Olympic athletes and was awarded the Professional Skaters Association Honor Roll of Coaches and Choreographers. Forming her own company, Rosie has become an entrepreneur and producer by creating sporting events for some of the world's largest companies. In this interview, Rosie candidly shares how out of the blue, her life was transformed by a powerful salvation experience. A new calling on her life followed, motivating her to speak about what the Lord has placed on her heart to share. Rosie now glides joyfully from an arena of ice to an arena of sharing the good news. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show former Hall of Fame professional athlete, U.S. figure skating national, international, and double gold medalist, Rosie Tavi. Thank you so much, Rakesia. I am so thrilled to be with you today and your audience. And this is just so exciting to be speaking with you and sharing with you. And I just look forward. Oh, Rosie, I am thrilled to have you on the show today. And likewise, I'm looking forward to um, what God has in your heart and what you will just share with our listeners on today. That is wonderful, Rikishi. Yeah, I cannot wait to share with you and your listeners. (laughs) Oh, Rosie. And so before we get into the show, I usually open up with an icebreaker question. So if you could let our listeners know, what are you doing in your world right now that is rocking your world naturally? Hmm. Well, I would say, and I love the icebreaker being that I'm an ice skater. That's perfect. I would say lately, um, what's rocking my world in these strange times we're living in is extra snuggle time with my pug. Mm. That has just been really needed. Just that extra love. He's so loving and just the warmth and the snuggles and the love and just tuning out from the world and um, tuning into love. So that's really the top of my list of rocking my world naturally. (laughs) Does that qualify? Oh, absolutely. It does. And I think for those of us that do have those furry family members in our lives, um, I believe that all creatures that God created have a purpose. And definitely with our 
our furry family members, they bring that level of love and comfort and support that we need in so many different ways. <laughs> it's so true. Even the sounds and the smells. And, and this is funny. I, I used to bring him before the lockdowns happened to a long-term care facility that my mom was in and he would visit with all the residents there and they would just wait for him to visit because he just brought you know that furry love in and compassion and the funny thing is that the residents have been requesting of me since this whole pandemic happened if they could just have a recording of his snoring and snorting when he sleeps because it's so comforting. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And there, and there is a huge benefit, I know, to pet therapy. That's it, it pets play such a pivotal um, role in healing. They can sense things and yes, I know this could be yeah, true. God's creation. Absolutely. They have a way of sensing. They have a way of knowing. Um, And even as a veteran, I went on a retreat. This was um, pre-COVID. And one of the veterans actually bought their service dog on the the, uh, the retreat with um, us. And the dog just had a way of going around and sensing and knowing what every person Mm -hmm. needed. Um, how to respond. It was just an amazing experience. And so the fact that you're sharing that you would bring your pug into, you know, the care facilities and people are actually requesting, they want to be able to hear, hear his voice, you know, in this time. Yes. And exactly what you just said, just that innate sense to sense what people are needing and to be there. And um, that's so godly. It's so divine. And um, what a beautiful thing to witness. Oh, absolutely it is. Absolutely. And so um, as we opened up the show, Rosie, you mentioned that you are an ice skater. And you're just not any ice skater, but you're a former Hall of Fame professional athlete, a U.S. figure skating national, international, and double gold medalist. Wow. What a blessing. Um, what a blessing, yes. What a blessing, yes. Thank you for that, Rakesia. You're my agent now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Rosie, in your world of skating, did you grow up as a little girl, as a child, um, ice skating? Or how did you actually get into um, this particular sport? So I grew up in New York City. And um, I took my very first step skating at four years old at where else but Rockefeller Center, Mm. Uh, my first steps on the ice. And I saw a little girl out there skating and I watched her and I thought, oh, I want to skate like that. And Mm. she was a really good little skater. And just, you know, ever since that day, I was like, I want to do that. I want to skate like that little girl. And my mom kept bringing me back to the rink. And so that was when I was four. And by the time I was five years old, I was in my first competition in Lake Placid, New York, skating at the Olympic Ice Arena um, against about 20 other little girls. And so within a year, I was competing. Mm. So I I guess that was... uh, 
that was some sort of destiny there. <laughs> oh, wow. And and so with you ice skating, what would you say, is there a favorite part of that um, sport that you enjoy, Rosie? What is it about ice skating that really kind of captures you the most? You know, I just, it just came into my head when you said that. I was saved recently, so when I was skating, competing on the U.S. team, I was not a believer. Mm-hmm. But when you just asked that question, I thought there were moments in time when I was skating where I just floated. It was just so effortless. There was no thinking. And it felt as if I was just floating in the presence of God, mm-hmm. even though at the time I didn't quite understand what that was on some other level, I did understand what that was. And it was those moments of skating that were almost mystical because the actual movement of skating is so beautiful. It's so smooth. You're just gliding. It's so, it's so difficult, but in another way, it's so effortless. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to feel that glide and the speed speed and to be flying through the air because the jumps you know in Mm -hmm. skating are huge and the jumps that I did there's been scientific studies that when you land there's actually literally a ton of force when you come down so it's that much height in the air so Mm -hmm. you're literally flying so I would say it was just the moments where I felt like I was floating across the ice um And flying, (laughs) literally, it feels as if you're flying, especially the pair skating, which is the couples skating, because the man is throwing you into the air. So you have so much more height. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the lifts, when you're lifted up in the air, it literally feels like you're flying. So what an amazing feeling that is. Oh, yeah. And I mean, just to watch the, the sport in itself, it's so amazing it's so breathtaking at times because it's such a beautiful expression of whether it's love passion um just the tenacity the will it's just an expression of so many different i think emotions that are um, able to be expressed during your time of skating whether you do that individually or whether it's in the pair skating it's just amazing it is such a such a beautiful form of expression and for me when i was skating it was as if through movement my soul was speaking and Mm -hmm. there was a lot inside of me and there had been a lot of struggle in my life and the way i could express all that and release it was through the movement of skating and i'm so thankful that that could bring joy to so many people because somehow that expression really connects to people without words and that's that's in a way such a truthful form of expression because it's it's just the raw movement Um, so there's been those moments of connecting with an audience that that just felt so divine where you're not speaking and yet some incredible connection has been made and you're sort of all one for a few moments in time. 
and and we are you know we are all connected to so to yeah. have those experiences i really felt the power of that when i was performing in front of tens of thousands of people that's that's quite an energy that unfolds oh wow that's absolutely powerful and so you know when you were um traveling and touring around the world in the public eye um, you shared Rosie that you were not a believer can you share a little bit about your salvation experience and what actually took you um, into that place of having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ yes so happy to share that with you Um, and I just have to say that now being a believer, looking back on my life as a non-believer, I don't know how I made it through. Mm. I just, now that I live in this place where I know I am loved and taken care of and the daughter of a king, Mm. uh, (laughs) I just... I don't know how I made it through before. And I really want that to be my message to people that are not yet believers, that your life is absolutely transformed. Mm. Um, And my salvation, um, I hope everyone's sitting down because it (laughs) it was a very supernatural salvation. And I really grew up, I grew up in New York City. Um, I'm a Jewish woman. And I grew up knowing just about nothing about Christ. Uh, That just really never came into my field of vision. Um, So when uh, I was saved in this supernatural way, it just absolutely was a complete shock. Um, And I call it my trinity of salvation because it was three Jesus encounters. And the first encounter was on a plane traveling from New York to Florida. I was with my dear friend, Nancy, and we were just going for a quick getaway. And um, Nancy fell off to sleep, and I was just sitting in the plane seat, kind of pondering life like I do. And um, it was dark. It was a nighttime flight. And out of nowhere, a bright white star appeared outside the window. Mm. And in the moment that star appeared, I felt with every fiber of my being the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. And I didn't understand what was happening, but a conversation unfolded where the Lord asked me, what is it that I want? What would make me happy? What am I looking for? And each question built upon the next, and it was the most intimate conversation I've ever encountered and when it ended I have a very analytical mind so Mm -hmm. I looked for every last explanation (laughs) of what that light could have come from Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and I'm like, it's a reflection off the plane. It's another plane. It's this, it's that. But nothing made any sense. It just was what it was. Mm. And when we landed, I Googled, I just put in star and Jesus. And what came up took my breath away because what came up was the Bethlehem star and that Mm. particular shape of the Bethlehem star. And that was exactly what had appeared outside the window. Mm. And it only, it it makes me cry when I speak about it because I just, I, I, I'm in such awe of just Mm -hmm. being in the presence of the Lord and that he would reach in and grab me like that Mm. Um, but it wasn't over yet Uh, (laughs) because my questioning doubtful mind would come into play and just think okay Rosie have you lost your mind like what really happened Um, and about a month later I was walking down the street in New York City and I was in a rush to get to my friend's apartment I was late I was just running late and I passed by a church mm. and Rikisha, I was stopped in my tracks with oh. a command to go inside the church. And mm. my mind is saying, I don't know, church, like, I can't just walk in. I'm late. Like, this is crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing that happened is a fourth I can only say a very gentle force, but of unlimited magnitude, just felt like it swept me into the church. Mm. And so I obeyed and I walked in this church and I thought, well, I'm Jewish. Are they going to throw me out? Like, I don't know (laughs) what church is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And... I just felt at peace, though, right away when I walked in and I sat down. And after a few minutes, Jesus just appeared to me, not in a vision, but but I knew the presence was there. I could feel him. And it was the same feeling I'd had on the plane. And it was clearly Jesus. And he started speaking to me. And I just... I poured my heart, I spoke from my heart, and I poured out all my pain, all my hurt to Jesus right there in the church. And I just started sobbing because Mm. it was all coming out. And I thought, oh, my gosh, these people around me are going to just, what are they going to think? And I thought, oh, I don't care because I'm speaking with Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And... When this was done, I had accepted Jesus into my heart without even knowing what salvation was, but there was an interaction, a heart-to-heart interaction, and in the end, I had this peace inside of me that is beyond description, and he was firmly planted in my heart. Mm. So, (laughs) the third thing that happened right after this is that I left and I rushed to my friend's apartment and of course my analytical mind is back in play saying oh Rosie come on and um, I needed to get back to 
to New Jersey and I, I was going to take the train, but I was late. So I called an Uber. Mm-hmm. The Uber picks me up and takes me to New Jersey and we're just making small talk and um, we get lost. Now, how can an Uber driver get lost? <laughs> and I'm late. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, we're lost. And I'm late. Yeah. And as we got lost and he took the wrong turn, our conversation also turned. Mm. And he started talking about Jesus. Yeah. And he said to me that he had the gift of the prophetic. Yes. And he started explaining to me how he would help people in their lives with the gift of the prophetic. Mm-hmm. And then he looks in the rear view mirror. Mm. And, oh my gosh, drum roll. <laughs> he starts repeating everything I had just poured my heart out to Jesus about. Mm-mm-mm. Now, this man had picked me up at the apartment. He had no idea I had just been in church and had just had this experience. Yes. And he starts saying to me, everything's going to be okay now because Jesus is in your heart. Mm. And he tells me to look up one Samuel when I get home. And the exact passage was when Hannah spoke to Jesus through her heart Mm. because I didn't understand how I was communicating with Jesus. Mm. And he clearly explained it with that scripture. Yeah. And then he says to me, He was not supposed to work that day, Mm. that God had spoken to him and there would be one ride he had to take today, a very important ride. Mm. So this was the Lord's way of telling me, yes, Rosie, this is your confirmation. This is all true. This is all real. And there can never, ever, no matter what ever be one ounce of doubt that Jesus reached in, grabbed me, and saved me. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and, and even as you're just sharing your testimony, you know, it just reminds me so much of how each of our salvation experiences is different and that whatever it takes in order for the Lord to reach us, he'll do just that. Whether it's, it reminds me so much of Paul and his conversion on the road to Damascus, Mm, where Jesus appeared to him as a bright light and he began to talk to him. And Paul was asking Jesus questions, just as you were asking Jesus questions. And it just brings us to that place of having that personal relationship with him and he meets us exactly where we're at exactly where we're at and just like Paul nothing could ever be the same Mm. and there would be another encounter with the star and Jesus would tell me that it would be now 
um, a new path forward for me to share, to share what has happened to me, to share his message, his, the message of miracles, the gospel, that we have a supernatural Lord to yeah. share this with the world. And uh, what an honor, what an honor to be speaking about it. What a blessing and an honor. I, I just... Um, I could fall to my knees right now and just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you that I can speak about you. Yes. And, and Rosie, to those who might be listening at this moment, how you shared that you're a person that has like an analytical mind for someone who might be battling or struggling with that. And the Lord has manifested his presence in some way, shape, or form to them, what would you say to them, Rosie, because you went through that, and what would you share with them that that might be thinking, trying to think this thing through, trying to figure it out? What words would you share? Well, I would say that there are countless stories testimonies, accounts like mine, you know, that are supernatural, that are out of the ordinary, that would definitely come into question with our worldly views that we know. Um, Everything we've, you know, learned living in this world, um, we're not very open to those things. Those things are kind of, quote unquote, strange. But this is how our supernatural God operates. And there are so many um, incredibly credible people that have these incredible um, salvation experiences. And I really want people to understand that there's nothing strange in it. This is absolute divinity that we are we are the children of God we are created by God and he comes in and he he shows himself sometimes to us and what an honor what a gift it might not exactly fit into what's um I don't want to use the word acceptable but for lack of a better word maybe acceptable in the world but but it is quite acceptable by God And he is the king of kings and we are his children. And part of the reason I'm certainly writing the book because God spoke to me to share. Um, And and I feel quite passionately in the book. um, Not only is there the testimony um, in much greater detail and the unbelievable signs and wonders and miracles that followed, Um, But the book is about how do we navigate being newly saved? Mm. I mean, for me, like, how do I know what church to go to? How do I live righteously? What is it to live righteously? What are the gifts of the spirit? What if these supernatural things are happening? What am I supposed to do with that? You know, what is the gift of the prophetic? How do we navigate all these things? How did my relationships change? And that was a big one for me, Mm. Um, you know, uh, with having a lot of Jewish friends. 
sure. you know, who thought, wow, you know, what's happened here? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so your relationships change and um, my relationships, just miracles happened in a complete healing of a mother-daughter relationship and a miracle mm. there and the miracle mm. of forgiveness and mm. um, just one after another, one miracle after another as I just gave myself to the Lord and listened to the guidance of the Holy Spirit because I was literally being trained. Yeah. I felt like it was my skating training. It was almost that intense. Mm. Um, it, just I needed to tune into the Holy Spirit and just really listen to how I was being guided. And in in giving myself to the Holy Spirit that way, in having faith and believing over and over, I was just being shown, yes, this is how it works. I'm teaching mm-hmm. you. I am teaching you and showing you. And I really want to share, and I am sharing all those things, all those things in the book that would be, I really wanted to help people that are navigating and maybe have have questions. What is it to be saved and how would my life be different? And if I am saved, how do I navigate that? And for mature Christians, it's certainly, it, it has things we all need to hear about the love of our Lord and how, how he's right there walking alongside of us. Every one of us, if we let him in, mm-hmm. if we invite him in. So... Uh-huh. That was a lengthy answer. <laughs> oh, but it was a good one, Rosie. It was wonderful. And good, good. So for those that are listening, Rosie, who want to know more about um, your book, your coaching, your training programs, where can they find you out there on the web? They can find me at rosietovey.com. And it's R-O-S-I-E, T is in Tom, O, V is in Victor, I, dot com. And they can contact me there and sign up for a newsletter. And I have a wonderful um, free download to give there called The Comfort List that I created during this whole pandemic time because just speaking with all my friends and people around the world, I, I really started thinking, well, we're in a pandemic of anxiety and depression, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came up with this plan to really comfort us through this and calm us through this and a plan to quiet us down to connect with the Lord so he can just impart his peace and comfort on us. And it's really helped to get me through. And I thought, wow, I need to share this with everybody else too, because the universality of this, we are all going through this together. This is yeah. a world experience. Yeah. And I think we have to hold on to that, that we're not alone. And God's angels are everywhere. God is everywhere. And we have to lean into the love, lean into each other, lean into our pets, (laughs) (laughs) lean into compassion and kindness 
and the fruits of the spirit, yeah. you know, live by those fruits. And if those fruits are, you know, just missing a little bit in some way, I was like, oh, my peace is being challenged. My joy is being challenged. And that's where that comfort list really helped with me yeah. that I could just come back into that sanctuary space and reconnect with the Lord and just kind of tune out the world and tune in God. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is beautiful. And I'm actually going to go there myself for <laughs> that guide, Rosie, because I know that we could all use that. And um, it has truly been my greatest pleasure to host you on the show today, Rosie. Oh, thank you so much, Rakesia. And what a pleasure to share with you and share with your audience today. And I just wish blessings and God bless to everyone out there. And God bless you too, Rosie. Thank you, Rakesia. God bless. God bless. For speaking engagements, health tips, and total health education and inspiration, visit rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, Rock Your World Naturally, and on Twitter, Rock Your World 28.